Yeah, you, you know what that sound means. Welcome back. Just tip off the drinking podcast with an NBA problem. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been, been a while. It has been a minute. Yeah, life happens. Fuck yeah, it does. Well, we've uh, so if this, you you guys are binge watching these or listening to these. Uh, last we left you was the first round of the playoffs. Let's. Uh, well, it was about two hours before the beginning of the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Here we are in the conference finals. <laughs> We're, we, we've jumped in a little bit. Let's well, here's the thing. Is I know our fans like to like really follow along with the NBA season, and not a lot's been happening lately, so we just figured, well, you know. Yeah, there's what, really not much to talk about. Yeah, what, 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 are they, what, what are they going to listen to us for? It's just it's just the playoffs. Yeah. Right, not, not, nothing big has happened. No no amazing moments, no shots that will go down in history. Nothing like that. Nothing I've seen on my feed for the past you know week and a half already. Um, right, you know, Spurs are going to be in the finals as usual. You know, just normal NBA type <laughs> stuff. LeBron going off, going off against Popovich again. You know, mm-hmm. Naturally. typical Naturally. NBA stuff year in, year out. Just so, like the Patriots. So I was going to say this for worth mentioning, but I think it'd be a great fact to start off with. Did you know that the NBA has seen a dip in viewership since LeBron left the Eastern Time Zone because no one wants to stay up to ten thirty to watch him play the games. Interest the LeBron effect. Yeah, the LeBron. it's one of those, he's he's the most watched player in the NBA, and that's a fact. And everyone like everyone talks about these other players, but like LeBron is the that's NBA. True. And you think right? of some of the bigger markets, Boston, but I New watch, York, and Chicago. Granted, I was a Cavs fan before, but I watched so many. Few, I didn't. I watched barely any Lakers games because I'd watch like the first quarter, maybe the first half, and then I'd go to bed because who wants to stay up past eleven on a work night? Sorry, I got shit to do tomorrow. Yeah, man. honestly, I'm a responsible adult. And I'm usually at work. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I don't get to watch it. Which is rough. Uh, side note, that woman there, I was way but that woman's wearing a Draymond Green Michigan State jersey. Ah, oh, respect to the... Yeah, that's, uh, that's wonderful. Know, that's wonderful. You'll see the, the Curry Davidson jersey be behind the announcers. A- as, absolutely. As per usual. Absolutely. So just in case y'all didn't know, we're watching the Portland Golden State Game 2. Well, Warriors are up 1-0 right now. Spoiler alert! Portland and the Golden State Warriors made it to the Western Conference Finals. In case you haven't watched the game yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah here you go. So back to the first round. So, yeah. Why we, don't we start with the Western Conference? Let's do it. So we start out with the uh, – the war, So Warriors oh, Clippers. Warriors Clippers was an awesome series. Patrick Beverly is uh, truly an American treasure. He's a gem. Really. Keeps it real. Keeps it 100. 30 uh, points. Come back. So – they made that, God some interesting. That's all I want in playoff basketball is some good games. I some think long, good games, some long series. So so yes yes. One 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 thing I want to put a one thing I want to put out there, and this doesn't directly relate to the series, but to get Chris Paul, the Rockets traded Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, and Harkless. Not Harkless. Um, Montrezl Harrell. Oh, Harrell. Yeah, Harrell. yeah. Like, do you? You just, you wonder if you just traded, like, besides Daniel Gallinari, you just traded the oh, no, no, sorry, Gallinari was part of that trade, too. No, because you're from no. the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, no, but they sent, the they, sent draft picks to the, they sent draft picks to the Nuggets to get Gallinari there. So it makes you wonder, what if they never made that trade? Do you think they'd be in the Western Conference Finals right now? Because Chris Paul's good. He's good, he's good. But to wants. have – you still James Harden, but to have to the have, bench production to have of Patrick, Lou Williams. To have Patrick Beverly there to play defense, to have uh, Lou Williams. And Montrezl Harrell coming off that bench. Look at last year versus this year. I understand that that, that trade happened a few years back, so it's kind Two of – Two years ago. You know, but just last year, the Warriors – 
or the, the Rockets took the Warriors to seven games. They took them only to six this year. And that yeah. was without KD for two of them. Yeah. Or one and a half. Yeah. So, uh, did they get worse? I, th- I think they lost the bench. They oh. didn't really have a big one last year, but they Where's really he? didn't have one this also, year. Also, Chris, Chris Paul was he still was very good. Bad. But he was serious. And he was good, but... We're, we're jumping ahead. We're he was, still, he, he was bad. out of the first round. Yeah. Right? He, he was great. Golden State, great series with the Clippers. Clippers, yeah. I mean, Lou Williams went... Uh, Went all fourth quarter, sixth player, sixth man of the year on him. If anybody else is, if you, if you ask me who the sixth man of the year is and you don't say Lou Williams, uh, you don't watch him. Because, because Dinwiddie got hurt, the only other possible option is Montrez Harrell, his teammate. <laughs> and he's not going to win it over possible? Is it possible that on the same team you have the sixth man of the year and the seventh man of the year? Probably. Ooh. I think... I think you do. I mean, those two. Honestly, I, I saw I saw a tweet uh, not too long ago. It was like Montrez Harrell plays basketball. Like his family, <laughs> like his family has been kidnapped, and the only ransom that the kidnappers will accept is buckets. Yeah, <laughs> buckets. He gets buckets. He, I love it. He plays it. like Ugh. he looks like he looks like Kenneth. He looks like Kenneth Reed when Kenneth Reed came in the league. Yeah, like just everywhere. He's, he's a monster. And also, can we talk about that they have enough cap space next year to sign two free agents? They got two? Two I max slots. there are two max. So two max slots. They're in that max well, slot. Or maybe you get Tobias Harris back if the Sixers, because the Sixers got a lot of decisions to or, make as well. Uh, or Kemba Walker, or Clay Thompson, or... There's a lot of there's a lot on the market this year. You could even Jimmy you Butler. Could, Jimmy Butler. Oh, you could, Jimmy you, could Butler. Go, you could go with D'Angelo Russell if you wanted to. If you're looking for a little bit of an upgrade to the center, Hassan Whiteside. Wow. Vucevic. Demarcus Cousins. You mean Vucevic? No, Hassan yeah. Whiteside. And no, but you, said, you said D'Angelo Russell for center. No, I said D'Angelo Russell. If you're looking for a center, oh, okay, gotcha, Hassan gotcha, Whiteside. Gotcha. Not Vucevic. the best. No, no, Vucevic. Vucevic or, too. Or Boogie. Or Boogie. Boogie. Cheap. I would honestly take Vucevic over Boogie at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. But you could, I think you get them both with one max deal. I'm going to assume uh, Boogie's going to want the, one, but the Bucks are going to try to resign them, but I think Brooke Lopez when you is up. Start two centers. You're going to have one of them come off the bench. Bench. Who? Boogie. I don't think Boogie's coming off the bench. I don't think he'll sign Make a deal. Make that. He's, he's going back to the Kings. Why would you not? Like, just look at him right now. He's been playing really well with the Warriors, coming off the bench sometimes. Like, he'll start. But then he'll go right to the bench after like yeah. maybe five. Ten. He's playing very limited minutes. I, I, yeah. I think he played less minutes than Nikolai Jokic. Nikolai Jokic, and uh, he plays like only 32 minutes a game. Yeah. The I mean, past series, he played a lot, and they well, still he didn't lost get hurt in the first round. So yeah, but regardless, going back to summary, Houston beat um, the Jazz for uh, four. That one. was a. I think that was yeah. the most disappointing series of the first round. That was by far. I uh, think I think we got more than we expected with the Clippers game, game, and I think we got very game, game if game five had. Gone. Game five came down to the wire. If game five had gone the other way, that would have been a seven game series. Yeah, yeah the momentum because, really because, just... because then they're going back to Utah, and there's no way Houston was going to beat them in Utah in game six. Right? It would have been tougher. They yeah. have a pretty good stadium and good stadium presence. Yeah. Yeah, I think... all the racism. <laughs> Sorry guys, you got to get endure that one at least for this year. Yeah, yeah. No, you 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 want to stop? You want to stop this uh, reputation? Stop being racist. Simple as that, man. I, the Jazz, I think, are still another player away. You got to say, Eric Mitchell's going to be starting. Donovan Mitchell can't go uh, four and for 22. Four for 22. Four for 22. They were also this close to trading for Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Because Ricky Rubio's definitely. 
Mike, uh, Ricky out. Rubio's the weak point in that starting line. He's lineup. leaving. He's leaving yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. If you got a, if you got a good turn, but his agent kind of came out on Twitter and just like he was playing Sia Utah yeah. and playing Bye Bye or whatever. He didn't have a great year. It wasn't awful, but definitely wasn't. Here's the thing last year. He yeah. put up six or seven 30 point games last year. His, his, huge. his box score was still fine, but his advanced stats were awful. Yeah, which his his his, uh, his adjusted plus minus his net rating all everything like that that shows how good how good your team is with and without you indicates that the team was better without him, and that's just not a recipe to last. Yeah, not a good sign. No. Yeah. Um, so I think we got got a little robbed in there. I think we, I think we all had that game that series going six or seven. Yeah. I definitely thought I, that it was going to go deeper than five games. I thought at yeah. least six. I, I, we weren't too far up in, in I seven think I called Utah too. in seven, but I think I did that just to be difficult. <laughs> you do that Just to be different. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Difficult. Yeah, no. Difference not. Difference <laughs> not good enough. I like being difficult. Yes. All right. Uh, uh, well, next series. Port- Portland beat the Thunder 4-1. to one. And God damn it if I'm not pissed off because you know what it was? It was people running their mouths and getting other people hyped and putting – Pressure on yourself when it was unneeded. And you know what? I will, tell, I, will, I will be the first one to say People. Russell Westbrook is very much to blame. He's a hothead. It ends up doing you bad in the end. I say, Paul George also didn't shoot great. Neither did Russell. Neither did Russell. They, 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 I mean, I, the Thunder, they played a bad series. I have to give kudos to the Blazers because right. there was a lot of talk coming from the Thunder, but the, the Blazers stayed calm, cool, collected, level-headed, and just went out and played basketball. And then Damian Miller happens. All right, so if there's one bit of shit talking that I have to call out here, and it's not Russell Westbrook, it's Paul George saying that was a bad shot. Oh no! Paul oh no! I get it. Just, oh no! A, a I, I, I have a pre-prepared statement. If you'll just let me go. Okay. A, Russell or uh, Damian Lillard shot five or five on three pointers greater than thirty feet in that series. Mm-hmm. B, Damian Lillard has shot. 46% on three-pointers greater than 30 feet this season. Mm-hmm. So, is it a bad shot because it was low percentage? No. All right. Also, uh, it's one of those things, sometimes when you take long shots like that, you're like, oh, he got forced into it. No, if you watch the tape, he went out there and he waited for it. That was the shot he, he wanted to hit. He took that with two seconds left, and he had, what, 14 seconds on yeah, the clock left? That, that was the shot he wanted to hit. He went out there and he waited. It's almost as if this is a shot that he practiced for this big moment right here. Like, all players do. Remember when Jimmy Butler hit that big shot and said, yeah, that's the shot That's the shot I practiced that I knew I could hit from that spot all night? Well, sorry, Damian Lillard picked it from the logo. Paul George, maybe you should play better defense. Maybe you should watch some tape and realize this and play some defense out on him. And here's my third and final point. Remember that awesome shot that Paul George hit in Indiana that we all love to go back and watch uh, the highlight of? Okay. Where, I thought we were going to bring it up eventually, but yes. Yeah, where, where uh, like, he just sort of waved off the person coming on a pick. He thought the shot the clock was, re- was going to have to re- – or it wasn't reset, even though yeah. it did get reset. Yeah. And with 18 seconds left on the shot clock, he pulled up from the logo, and he made it. He made it. I'll give him credit. It was one of my favorite shots. It was great. It was great. But in what world is that a good shot, but the other one a bad shot, Paul George? Listen, I'm just saying, no one likes a sore loser, all right? I, right after you lose, that's, that's I get it. That's not a bad shot for Lillard. That's not a bad shot for Curry. There's that's some it. people that's who can it. hit that shot. 
It's right, and even he practiced with his trainer, like shooting that shot when they were just mm-hmm. messing around right before that Spurs game. They're like Spurs series, or not, yeah, no, right before the game three. I believe they're like, hey, why don't you just practice some? And actually, to go along with your stat that he was forty six percent from thirty feet in the regular in throughout the season. Through the first two rounds, Damian Lillard shot 68% from three-pointer behind the 30 feet and beyond. The rest of the league in the playoffs, 10%. Yeah. That was total playoffs? That through, through the first two rounds. Two okay, through the first two 68%. Let's cut it just to 10. the first round. He was, five for five. he was 100%. He was 5 for 5. From 30 feet in the Portland OKC series, the man did not miss from beyond 30 Feet. It's not um, a bad shot when you're when you can consistently no, hit it. No, when, uh, he's when he's hitting that at a higher clip than the rest of Oklahoma City's thunder shooting freaking layups. When he's hitting that at a higher clip threes. than the rest of the league is shooting threes. And when in, in the Ooh, final fucking trigger in the final game, OKC was up. They were doing great, you know. But then the final three minutes came around, and then they decided to forget how to put points on the board and then Damian Lillard you know he kind of just zones in that's kind of Dame time and uh he had 11 points whereas they had two it was four for six one for four from OKC we could not we put up we put up oh my god it was just it was very frustrating to not see us put up a quality basket or a quality shot because it we could have won that game and we would have gone back to on their asses yeah but Nonetheless, we're gonna go better. We're gonna get back. We're gonna go get better. Russell Westbrook was not a great shooter this year. Did you? Are you bringing up his comment? I'm gonna bring up his comment. Where before that, he he's a fighter. You know, if you tell him that he's not good at something, he's gonna go out and he's gonna try to prove you wrong. He used to be called a ball hog. He comes out. He says, "All right, next year I lead the league in assists." He does it. You know, he come now. He's being called a bad shooter. He says, "All right, next year I'm gonna be a better shooter." All right, Russ. Pressure's on. Platforms there. Let's see what you can do. Hmm. I think so, as a whole, again, we probably thought this series was going to go a little longer. I was very disappointed. I, I, th- I thought this was like one of the ones that in the first round, like this one's going to Everybody seven. called the, th- the Thunder I to win. Call, I called the Thunder. Thunder and Sid. I think I think two of us at least called Thunder and Sid. I, 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 I don't think I, I, any I, of us had the Blazers winning this I, series. I, I think I called Thunder and Seven. A big difference maker, I hate to say it, pains me to say it. This fucking Ennis Cantor. Ennis Cantor's been playing so well in the playoffs. People, people. You know what it is? It's because he's fasting. It's because he's fasting. He eats during the regular season. That's why he sucks. People were he because five, he eats five cheeseburgers before a game. Yeah. Get sick. Can't <laughs> play. Can't no, no. play. But when it's Ramadan, he doesn't eat, and he's playing amazing. <laughs> it's like people were giving him so much crap and saying he's going to be the hole, the black hole in the Blazers yeah. this series, and. He, People, you know man, that was us. Good for him. He stepped All, up. Also, super underrated player, Zach Collins. Yeah, he's he coming great. Well. Zach, Collins, second, Zach Collins. Zach Collins. Like, I, I can think of at least two games I've watched. I'm sure he does great things when I'm not paying attention. But at least two games I've watched, he has over four blocks. He's he's stepping up real well. Oh man, and he Third, can shoot. He can shoot the three. He's center. got. He's good on that short roll floater. Zach Collins is a future NBA big man. Great. Mm-hmm. Shifting gear, well, not necessarily shifting gears, but changing the, the team up again. The last teams in the Western Conference first round and more Denver series, <laughs> San Antonio. One of the more exciting series, great in my series. Mind. exciting, great but man, series. there were some ugly games. 
games. Like game seven when no one could hit a damn shot. Yeah. It was more about Woo! the defense, which I always it feel was. like is a Popovich thing. Yeah. You know, and I, I enjoy that. A seven seed go up or yeah, seven seven seed two. going up against a number uh, two seed. It was a great felt series. right. Yeah, it was a good series. It yeah, really took so it to and seven games, and that's all we really want. It's some good basketball, say, seven games. Yeah, yeah, longer than I think we probably would have imagined too. The Spurs really put up a fight, and I think you can you can look at a little bit of the Thunder, or not the Thunder, the uh, the Nuggets' age. You know, they're a very young team. Paul Millsap's really the only veteran playoff guy on that team. Yeah. You look at the Spurs, who maybe the players all haven't been there, but my God, Popovich is there every year. DeMar DeRozan, Marcus Aldridge, Patty Mills, Rudy Gay, they all got a lot of playoff experience. And then they got a but great series out of Derek White. Denver was just Derek deeper. White amazing. Denver was deeper. They had yeah, more people come Denver off the bench really that deep. were quality scores. San Antonio did great for what they had. They had big, small guys step up into big roles, but it still wasn't enough. And that's too bad, but I can't wait to see them yeah. develop. Next I think year. I think Derek White might have just added two, three million onto his next contract because the Spurs do have Dejounte Murray and Lonnie Walker. Coming you think back. that's it? MVP. Uh-huh. I believe he was the MVP. He won uh, the I guess the national championship of the G League equivalent last year, mm-hmm. and I believe he was the MVP of the finals game. So yeah. that's something that's pretty cool. It was cool. Josh Hart this past year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so good things to come from them. Uh, shifting over to the Eastern Conference, I think a good one to start with is the the Raptors going up against the Magic. Uh, the only reason I say that is because they beat them four and one, four to one. Uh, Magic. It was interesting for one game. I I was excited about that one game. I wanted one. Right. Just let's not do a bunch of sweeps. That's fine. Um, but I want to ask you guys a question. The now that I guess one team is eliminated, the other team's still in it right now. The Raptors. Spurs trade of Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. Uh, Raptors won. Raptors won. Uh, and um, here's the thing: is the Spurs did as good as they can because Kawhi Leonard really forced their hand. Think about it: if the Raptors don't win this series, did they really win the trade? Because now Kawhi it all could leave. On, it's it's, yeah. it's depending and on what Kawhi's offseason. I don't think I don't think we know that answer until we know what Kawhi does in the offseason. If he stays, Raptors win 100. percent I'm. Right. If I'm, they I'm win the championship here, I'm they, saying yeah, they, they win the lose, championship. Oh, you're leaves. saying they lose again? They lose in the playoffs. They, they don't the playoffs, win. They don't win the championship, and Kawhi leaves. And he leaves. What, I, you, what did you get? You got Danny Green. You got. I, I think at that point the Spurs won because the Spurs are set up a little bit more you got, for. A you got Danny Green and. Yakupoto. You got a debatable. Old, debatable. No, no, no. Yakupoto win with. You got Danny Green and debatably the best. Playoff buzzer beater of all time. Yeah, yeah. All right, no, no. Side, side well, argument. Side argument. Season for nothing. Side argument. Which one was a better buzzer beater, Kawhi or Dame? Well, let's get to that when we get to the second round. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about Dame. No, we're not. We're, right. we'll, we'll, we're going we'll to run to the Raptors. We'll save it. Series. So, I mean, we had a, a surprise when Magic won Game One. There, I think then we all expected Toronto to finish it, and then the Nets came out and beat the Sixers in Game One, and the sky's falling in Philadelphia again. People are like, "What the fuck's going on?" Put a big old boot in their team's ass, and they eventually came around and ended up winning that one four to one as well. Which yeah. I was it, it, li- interesting enough. The big thing to me in that series was um, that they did better on in games that Embiid didn't play. Because Embiid is a fantastic player, but he's very matchup dependent, and they the Nets are one of the teams where Embiid does doesn't mm-hmm. help them. Yeah, why? Well, I, I, I think because he couldn't. Re- he really. Jared Allen, I, I, I love Jared Allen. Because he dominated the Snets in the regular season. Yeah. 
Maybe they figured it out. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think... Or, 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 may, or maybe they He was also sick, I think, is what he was, he was saying. Sick. He was sick. But... Regardless. It was a 4-1. <laughs> yeah. I think the Sixers' problem... Does it? It's. I think it stems from Embiid and Simmons together. Yes, Simmons laid a big old goose egg in that loss. I, I, I just think that those two cannot go. They don't go well together. And I think if the Sixers gonna, you have to look. All right, you're gonna keep a ball dominant Ben Simmons without a jump shot, or you're gonna keep a have this far an injury prone but better and possibly even more dominant Embiid. You know, that's the decision they might make if they want to progress. Because I really don't see them working this out right now. They're, it's They just don't play well together. Do you trade one? Do you, I, 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 I've been Ben throwing Simmons' around contract and one of them no, yeah, I think if I'm the Sixers, I find an aging superstar uh, who can help me win now and trade Ben Simmons for him because uh, to a team that... Are you ESPN? No, no, no. And it's not fucking LeBron. Here's right. what I'm saying. It's not fucking Could LeBron. you describe many more perfectly? How is it no, not yeah, LeBron? Here's what I'm saying. Because you're not going to get LeBron. For Ben to, hey, if you're Skip Bayless, I'd rather have Ben Simmons yeah. over right. LeBron well, James. Dude, right. so ben you're Skip Bayless, who, if he had asked who do you want to kill in this world, Hitler or LeBron, and he'd take LeBron. <laughs> with two bullets. Yeah. Twice. If, if I was in the room with Hitler, LeBron, and Toby, I'd shoot LeBron. <laughs> be an office situation. Um, what I think is interesting is, so, Ben Simmons plays that point guard spot, right? Okay. This is alluding, I alluding, just go rip. So alluding to what we will get to the in the draft a little bit because they did have the selection sh- or the the draft lottery. We'll get into it. Memphis, Ben Simmons, John Moran, a couple picks maybe. You need a point so you guard. Keep, you keep building. You keep going. You keep trying uh, to like, reset. He, with... he, he's a great player. He's explosive. He distributes the ball. He led the double and assists. But you already had a rookie of the year. Why not build on that rookie of the year and try to get him more developed instead of starting so, over? So you're thinking develop Ben Simmons more? I'm saying, we'll you're trying to get up. past Ben Simmons, I'm saying that if, other if, person. If Ben Simmons and Embiid, if, there's, if they really don't think it's not going to work between yes. them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Seth Curry just stole from Steph Curry, and it was awesome. <laughs> Fuck but yes. For every, for every little brother there's ever been out there, that was a big moment. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm thinking, you know, if, if it is clear – that A, ben, that ben Simmons and B won't work, aren't going to work well together. And if it is clear that he's not very willing to work on that jump shot, which he's, as so far, has kind of come out and said he isn't, then is it worth trading him for... Well, because his coach hasn't asked him to do it yet, apparently. Like, it's not necessarily up to the player. Like, I don't think he should ask coach, him. Oh, I, if you're a coach, you definitely need to tell your player. If he was not okay with him not shooting threes this year, he would have said something. But he didn't say anything, so he didn't shoot threes. Unless it was the end of the quarter, it doesn't really count. But next also season, no personal accountability though for Ben Simmons there. Like he's like, I'm not working on free throws. I'm not working on jump shots. Okay, well, what are you working on in the offseason? You can't get by on athleticism alone. Eventually, when your body gets a little older and you can't do that as much, you're going to have to be a better jump shooter. Look what LeBron has done, right? He isn't the physical beast that he was in Miami. But his jump shot has gotten better. You know who the best teacher is? Time. It's going to teach you a lot about yourself. And you'll be like, oh, shit, that's the stuff I could pull the past two years. I can't do that anymore? Well, fuck. we got to make something work. We'll see what he does in the offseason, just like Russ. you got to become a better shooter. Plain and simple. Um, moving on to the Celtics Pacers. 
Up to the swear in the sweep section here, guys. 4-0. You know, here, let, let's talk about, if you don't mind, let's do the Bucks pissing real quick, because then I want to take Pacers-Celtics into the second round. Okay, okay. So, so shifting gears, Bucks, sweep Pistons. No surprise. I'm a little surprised, because when I first said I said the Pistons would steal one, that was before I knew Blake Griffin was injured. They started out, uh, what was it, 2-0? and and then Blake's like, oh, shit. All right, game three, he shows up. He has a pretty good game. It's better. Pretty good game. Not great. But, again, he's still injured. His leg was wrapped. It was huge. He, he wasn't was, 100%. No. He was 75-80 probably at best. At best, yeah. I came up with my perfect trade for Ben Simmons. Uh, I was researching it the whole time. All right, okay. we'll, we'll, well, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll circle we'll back. We'll get to we'll Philly, Philly, Toronto. Right. So, Milwaukee sweeps Pistons. They do. Uh, game four, again, it was nice, nice try. They was the first three quarters were great. And then um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee just wears on you just because they're, they're, they're so deep. big. They're, they're so lengthy, long. They're deep. So, yeah, so they're long. long. Which, uh, at the beginning of George the Hill, Eric Bledsoe, so long. Miritich, <laughs> so long. They can shoot from long. All of them can shoot the three. Not only that, but pretty much they every, can all finish around the basket, and they can all block. All five positions except for Eric Bledsoe. He can jump. Grant. Bledsoe's got a great vertical. Yeah. It really is just Grant Hill. Yeah. You mean uh, uh, George Hill? George Hill. That's sorry. Yeah, George Hill, who... But hell, he still had a good well. shooting game. Yeah. yeah. And he had... Either way, sweeps him, gets him out of there. And then... Try again next year, guys. Uh, Dwayne Casey, sorry. Not sorry. Hey, but Dwayne Casey... I, took him from a non-playoff team to a playoff I was, team. I was, I was, I was going to say, that team's... Talent-wise, kind of a dumpster fire. There's no real yeah. chemistry to it. They've got Drummond and Blake don't work together, and they're too far in on both of them to back out. They don't have a point. They don't have a true point guard. They it's, don't have much. It's really a floor general that you need. And let's let me just say this: um, Rajon Rondo said that if the Lakers don't have a uh, coach by the time free agency starts, he is not going to play for them. Well, so you've got. They got a coach. I know. Okay. Oh, but right, they did. Yeah, they just got it. Question is, do they want Rondo back? That they only signed a one so, year, so all I'm saying, Rondo is open to moving around. He is not. He's a journeyman. He doesn't give a fuck who he, he plays now, for. He is now, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so he could play for Detroit. Never know. Derrick Rose could play for Detroit. Oh, I had a good uh, bunch of people who might play for Detroit. Uh, graph. Fuck. Give me a sec here. All these free agents. There's a bunch of them. Jay. Kemba Walker. Yeah. They could pull one. They don't have the cap space for him. They'd have to trade Drummond. They could trade somebody. They could dra- they could drop him and see. Okay. You read Reggie Jackson. That's probably a little much for his contract. Keep Reggie Bullock, I'd say. Reggie, Reggie Bullock was with the Lakers. No, he won with the Lakers. Who they pull on to? Oh, no, uh, Wayne, El- Wayne Ellington. Yeah, from the Heat because it was a three-way trade. Keep that it? three-point shooter. Keep Luke Kennard. Keep Blake Griffin. Luke Kennard came on strong the last couple of weeks of the season. I know that is garbage time, but then he also played really well in the playoffs. So we might actually see Luke Kennard develop into that next oh, J.J. Oh, also, he's better than LeBron in the state of Ohio high school basketball. In a few categories, yes. Yeah. He, he's the all-time Ohio high school basketball leading scorer. He just shot three. Guys, I, got the, I guess that's a pretty good compliment then, because uh, sometimes at the gym they'll call me Luke Kennard. It's because you're white. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's fine. <laughs> so, next series. Uh, Celtics sweep yes. the Pacers. little surprise they swept, but it was the fashion which they swept, which I think made what happened in the second round series 
like, okay, that makes sense, right? Here's why they, the Pacers got swept in the first round. They didn't have a fourth quarter presence. They didn't have a guy the first who half, get a bucket when they needed it, and that's what Oladipo was. The first half, they would come out strong. The first game, they came out strong. They were wrecking them. But then the Celtics came back after a 20-some point deficit and won that game. But guys, it, it, was, it was a game going in, going into every fourth quarter. But guys, most importantly, Miles Turner had the dunk for the playoffs. That was a good one. So oh, far. So at, mm, okay. Okay. So far. Okay. There's still time it for was, Giannis to jump over. It was. I, I, I watched it live at my grandparents' house, and I remember, like, the, the TV was on mute, and they were all talking about grandparents' stuff and whatnot, because my parents were there, too. They were talking about parent grandparents' stuff, and I was watching the TV, and I got a really dirty look from my mom, because it happened a while. Holy fuck! And I'm looking, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but watch this dunk. And then I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I was like, no, it's not. It's amazing. That is a man flying and putting his Witness me. dick in a guy's face. Fuck yeah. yes. Yeah, so that's probably going to turn into a talking to later. Yeah, that's something like that. Well, I thought, I thought the Boston series was really telling is that, yeah, they pulled away in the fourth quarter. Part of that being because Pacers didn't have a go-to guy like Oladipo because he was injured. But, like... The closest that the Pacers really played the Celtics in the series, I feel like made Milwaukee a little more confident in the second round, and this is where we kind of merge in the second round. Obviously, Boston took the first game in Milwaukee, and Paul Pierce said, it's over! It's over! Paul Pierce said, it's over, and then Milwaukee came back and shit on them for four games, and... In the city of Milwaukee, shit on But players. what's more important, what happened in those four games? Do you know what they won by? The average point margin of that of each win, 16 points. They didn't just win. They beat these guys. You know what I think the second best player on that Milwaukee team was in that series? George Hill. George Hill, man. He, he fucking saved Bledsoe's ass. Because I think Bledsoe was still in his own head from the pre from last year's series dealing with even though Terry Rozier didn't do shit. I agree, but I still think, like, being yeah. awesome, but George Hill played amazing in that series. For coming off the bench and being your backup point guard, that is all you could ask. Well, George Hill beat Boston last year, so. He did. Just on a swearing the wine in gold. I mean, I just, you got to give props to Paul Pierce for just going out there and just saying his mind, Dude. speaking his mind, not giving a goddamn thought to it. It's over. I don't, it's know, over. I don't know where the Bucks go from here. Well, oh, they're just going to win four straight real quick. I got, I got really good news for everyone who's interested. The mountains are turning slightly blue. Hey! <laughs> are you guys surprised that it went uh, five? I think Boss, Boss, you thought no. Boston would have put up a fight no. a little more at force of six? Or uh, I'm just, it, no, I'm, I'm more surprised it didn't go four than I am that it didn't go six. Okay. Yeah, that was a tough. That was, that was Espe- especially with the with the version of Kyrie we saw. He was that's that, bad. that that that's a Kyrie I'm familiar with because I'm a Cavs fan. That's checked out Kyrie. Yeah, that's yeah, he kind of don't give a fuck anymore. He gotta get some reason to play. Something the man doesn't give a shit. He said his words. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's, no, a, that's uh, a guy he, who was checked out a month before the no, playoffs. No, he he went out. He shot um, eight for twenty two, and he says. I'll probably never do that again. And then he went out and shot seven for twenty-two. And he said, "Who cares?" And then you know what he did the next game? He shot six, six for twenty-two. And then you know what he said? I need to take thirty shots. Yeah. Shit. He had a really good efficiency score in, in play in elimination games. And then he just said, "Fuck it. What if I just had a bad game?" 
No, I mean, when I say bad game, he finished with like twenty four points, eight assists. He he padded, he got the stats. Yeah, but yeah, his efficiency, numbers but the way he got those, good. right? They were bad. All right, whatever they did, they they stopped Giannis game one, and then what's Giannis had an off game. Not only did Giannis have an off game, it's because he passed the ball out to his supporting cast. Who also had off games. Yeah, right. And yes. then you look at what Giannis said after the game. Like, we're not changing anything. We're not changing nothing about the game, right? The shooters didn't make shots, and that's how Milwaukee plays, right? They space the floor so Giannis can drive and either finish or kick. Without making shots, they well, struggle. Well, like also, games. Boston did something no one's ever done, which is they said, "All right, fine, make the shots." Whereas normally people are like, "Oh shoot, they can make the shots. We'll just we'll just uh, let them drive." Whereas they're like, "No, no, no make the shots," and they didn't. And so you know what they did? They went out and they practiced their shots and they hit it the next game. That's all it was. Exactly. And that's what's so dangerous about Milwaukee is because, similar to Golden State in a way, they just fire away. And the same with the Rockets. Fire away. They don't have a restriction on anyone shooting. You know, anyone on the Bucks team will, sh- will and has the green light to shoot threes. There's not a single person on that roster yeah. who's, not, who's not able to shoot threes. So moving on to so the Bucks Celtic, a little bit of a disappointment, you know. I was very excited for that series, four, and we only got five games out of it. I thought I thought we could at least get six. It's fine though. It's fine. But it's uh, okay because we got a hell of a series in the other Eastern. Yes, Raptors seventy sixers. Oh, that is where that I think the dunk of the year was, or the dunk of the playoffs was. Which, which Kawhi one? Leonard going through two seventy sixer yeah. defenders to jam it down. I, Kawhi Leonard, y'all. He was. I, I, he single handedly won. I think I still give it to Miles. He really okay. Kawhi Leonard single handedly won at least three of those games yes. for the Raptors. Yes. And you have to question. I know Joel Embiid had like an illness, and then there was his knee, and he was, was bad in game one, and he was bad in game what five or something like that. And he was absent in game seven. Him full strength. I think this series still goes seven. Listen, I don't think there's ever been a playoffs where his health hasn't been in question. Maybe it's just bad luck. Maybe it's just bad luck. I mean, he's, he's a but tall it's guy. But it's starting yeah, to wonder. I'm starting to wonder if that's just like just him, his thing. Just like you know, you're not going to get a full season out of him. You know, he's yeah. not going to be on except that. Like if you and, and if you know you're not going to get a full season out of him, why why you got to give him more course minutes in the middle of the year? Doesn't matter. Just get to the playoffs. You, no, you, yeah. you know when you you know when you take them out, you take them off in the garbage time of the year, the last month of the season, right? Yeah. When people like the Phoenix Suns are rolling off wins against the Rockets, the Bucks, and the Warriors, left and right, looking like a fucking good that, team. Uh, you know the only team to beat the Bucks twice this year, still. It's the Suns. It's the it's the well Phoenix technically Suns. Boston now that, but if we're not if we're not getting playoffs, yeah. technically Boston. Yeah. Um, but regular season, yes, it is yeah, the Suns. So because my closet team was better than your closet team. <laughs> my closet team's in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Well, my conference team, my closet team plays in the West. So your closet, te- your closet team plays in the West and they got gypped in the draft. Moot <laughs> Mo- point. Mine plays in the West. Well, so they play in the East. They definitely. So the mo- moment of the series, Kawhi's game seven winner was well, one well, of the best. I've ever seen. But what, 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 like what, 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 what's a better what's a better buzzer beater, Lillard or Kawhi's? Kawhi's. I think Lillard was more impressive, but I think I give it to Kawhi because had more writing on it. Yes. It was a further in the playoffs. B it was a game seven. And first game seven buzzer beater ever. Yeah. 
Yeah. I give it to Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I'm explaining. There was no pressure on Dame Lillard. I'm saying that they Yeah, had... he misses that shot. They go to overtime, and they still might sweep. Exactly. True. Yeah. If Kawhi misses a shot, that game also does go to overtime. In game At 76ers. Yeah. At the At 76ers. Um, no, they were in Toronto. It was game seven. Okay. Well, still, Philly had been coming back. They had some large momentum. The the Raptors – actually, no, Toronto came back and won that game. Because Philly was up a bunch, yeah. and then yeah. Jimmy Butler wrote off five points at the end. Kawhi's missed free throw. Yep. Um, that was – I think that's what doomed the Sixers. When it got close, their offense was Anemic. get Butler the ball Anemic. and then see what Butler can do. You know, there was no ball movement. It was – Iso ball, like they're probably trying to play Jimmy Butler's Kevin Durant, and Jimmy Butler's not Kevin Durant. Uh, yeah. Or James Harden. Right? Or LeBron. He's good, but he's not like, we need a bucket. You know, usually when, if I'm a fan, I'm watching like, okay, James Harden or LeBron in Cleveland last year, or Durant's like, they need a bucket? Yeah, he's going to go get it. They just, or he's going to get to the free throw line. Butler don't necessarily have that same feeling about it. So their offense definitely went stagnant. Their last couple minutes, but as I said, the the Raptors had shots, and Kawhi Leonard was phenomenal. He he showed out, man. And now the the, the Raptors might be paying for it in this series against the Bucks. We'll get to that in a minute. See what I when I people are saying he's tired. I'm sorry. Who took thirty games off this season for load management? He shouldn't be tired. He didn't play all last season. You know he was conditioning because he's not an idiot. Dude, and he took things series? off for rests. I'm still, though, you shouldn't be tired. Yeah, if shouldn't I were out there on that court, I'd have a bunch of energy. Just a bunch, man. Sam, you're not a world-class athlete getting <laughs> millions of dollars You a year. don't know me. <laughs> yes, I do. Moving over to the West, the uh, what do you guys want to do? Warriors Rockets or Blazers Nuggets? Uh, well, let's, let's say Blazers Nuggets for last. Yeah, let's go the Warriors one first. All right, so Warriors Rockets, 4-2. Hey, the Warriors continue to be a dirty team and just slap James Harden in the face in one of the games and, like, fuck up his eyes. It's, it's all Draymond, dude. It's Draymond and it was Zaza. But it's one of those things where it's like, listen, if it happens once, it's a coincidence, but how many playoff series where the Warriors had to be decided because they injured another player? But right. hey, you know, they like, injured Kawhi Leonard. They injured uh, Kyrie Irving. They injured James Harden. They, like, that's possibly three. Yeah. Possibly. Obviously, that, these are big ifs, but... It's one of those things you can't where, even say that they injured Kyrie Irving, though, because Kyrie hurt it all. Okay, wait, okay. they injured, but he got hurt. Against so let, let's take out they injured him, put in put in someone got hurt, because then you add in the Chris Paul situation, yeah. and then we got possibly four. Yeah. Possibly four. Did yeah. you see how Kevin Durant got hurt against the, the Rockets? It literally, he landed, and it looks like he turns around. He, he, that people thought he, the people back thought he ruptured his Achilles. Exactly. It, just, I looked, have it looked just like that. Here's the deal, like, so Durant goes out, you still have Thompson and Curry, and now, so Golden State's been playing ice ball in the playoffs so far. Durant's out, ice ball's gone, now they're back to splash brothers yeah, basketball, and honestly, they, like... I think they're a better team without Durant on every team that doesn't include LeBron. See, they destroyed, they, they went 20, before the Game 5 of the, or no, was it Game 5? Game 6. Before, sorry, before Game 6 of the Rockets, um... Warriors game when the Warriors played with out Kevin Durant, they were twenty six and one. Now they're twenty seven and one. 
They literally do so fucking well without yeah. Kevin. They don't need it's, it's, be, it's, because, it's because it's the same team as that won the championship before he got there. Do you know, what purpose, Kevin Durant, do you know what purpose Kevin Durant plays on that team? Beat LeBron. He makes LeBron play defense. Because <sighs> if, if Kevin Durant's not here, guess who LeBron's playing defense on? Andre Iguodala. Are we really worried about Iguodala dropping or, or 30? Or Finals MVP, Andre Iguodala. Or, or, or the 28 points. Yeah, or Draymond Green. That's my favorite Finals MVP ever. They're like... Because, A, second place was LeBron James on the losing team. It was like, oh, he's the MVP because he shut him down holding him to 28 points a game. <laughs> In what world is that shutting someone down? <laughs> when you played against LeBron James? Right? It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. They're like, oh, he shot. Well, he only shot 50% from the field. He was shut down. <laughs> no, that's, that's still pretty pretty good. He, so, really, he really should have been shooting 70%. Yeah, right. So disappointing series. Um, do you know the Rockets are winning those two games at home? Yeah. I thought that they might just they could have won. They, they I thought they could have rolled over. Thought there was definitely a possibility they would have rolled over, but they showed some fight and yeah. then uh, they could have won two of those games that they lost too. Oh my! Yeah. Oh, they threw away some games. They threw. Well, away if James some Harden could have shot in game two. That would have been a real game. So they hung in there with James Harden playing like shit. I agree, but they couldn't fucking see. At the end of like that's super important. At the end of that though, it's like he wasn't shooting a lot, but he wasn't like making negative plays. They that offense still scored points. It just wasn't James Harden. But that is a time when your superstar can't does need to take those shots. Yes, he just threw the ball. He didn't make any big mistakes. You got buckets here and there, layups. But you need someone to take them. But, but, but also good for him for me. Like, hey, I can't see. I can't take these shots. Like, that's one thing people say. He's like, oh, he's a ball hog. He's the see, person who always has to take a shot. He's like, well, he does take the shot because that's what is right at the time. But if you can't see, that's not right. He anymore. also shot better I, I, there, after I, it I, I bet you there are players in the NBA who, vision or not, have to take the last shot. Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But funny enough... James Harden actually shot a better percentage after the injury through his eyes than he did. Well, he yeah, started like one for well, seven, and well, then he went and shot like well, yeah, because he because he, he only took shots when I was like, I can't miss this because why why would you ever take a contested step back three when you couldn't see? It's James Harden, you just wouldn't do it. That's something James Harden does. He just takes these threes. Listen, did we watch the same game? He didn't do it in that game. Not as, yeah, at least not as much. Yeah. Well, they lost. Maybe he should have. Maybe you should have. Uh, you, you will not convince me that was a good idea for him to start jacking those shots when he couldn't fucking see. He couldn't see he wouldn't be out there. Moving on to probably the most exciting game, again, of the playoffs, or of this second round, is the Nuggets and the Blazers. You think Nuggets Blazers are more exciting than... I thought a quadruple overtime game? Yeah. Yeah, but as a whole... As, okay, so no, look, look, said, look, look, look at the first round. exciting look, game. Look at the first round. Most exciting game. I'll talk about most exciting series and game because I think they added both. The first round, Denver was the only team to get to seven games with the Spurs. Mm-hmm. They finally they overcame that. They were also the only team to go to seven games... Or no, they were one of two teams to go to seven games in the second round. It would have been really cool. We had an opportunity to have... The Warriors and the Rockets go to seven games and have three seven games on one night. It would have been amazing. But no. But no. The Rockets had to lose because the Warriors are the fucking Warriors. Anyway, the Blazers and the Nuggets went to seven games and it was amazing. Four overtimes. They were all really close. The four overtime game was amazing. It was anybody's fucking game. Rodney Hood, man. 
The Rodney Nuggets can just I very well be there. I think Rodney won that series for him. Did, did he you, played. He was the third highest. He, he was scoring like seventeen off the bench. Did did, so, did did you see that? Uh, there's that tweet where it's just like. Oh, NBA fans are going through. It's like Nuggets. It's like, oh, both teams are playing really well. We're doing really good. Everybody's having a good time. Warriors. He's like, I think we're going to win this one. But, like, you know, the war- the Rockets are putting them a fight. Um, Bucks. He's like, oh, yeah, we swept this. Or we went 4-1 and one in this round. Yeah, but, like, all that. Like, we did everything right. And then Blazers is like, there's a battle between good and evil. And the only thing that can stop the progression of evil is Rodney Hood making Buckets. buckets. <laughs> what I think is hilarious that you're looking at like last year's Cavs teams, like all right, so you got Rodney Hood dropping 18 points in the playoff. You got George Hill dropping 15 points in the playoffs. Yeah. Where the hell was it last yeah. year? The biggest come on. The biggest thing that late that extended that series was all right. I'm gonna throw some numbers out here. All right, Damian Lillard in the first round of the playoffs, 33 points per game. We'll let that sit there for a second. It's okay. We struggled in, if, against if you're into that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's, that's the type of thing you want from your starting point guard. 4.4 rebounds, uh, 6 assists per game, uh, 2.4 steals per game, 0.6 blocks. Uh, All right, so just just one good. thing I'm going to throw out there. There's a worse stat line than James Harden's regular season. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> uh, 4.5 turnovers per game, shooting 46.1 uh, percent from the field. And 48.1% from three. So he's worse at two? See, he's worse at shooting a two ball than he is at three. That's the first round. The second round, 26.2 points per game compared to the 33. So he's got, he went down a little bit. For, uh, same re, uh, starting rebounds, 5.8, just slightly less assists, uh, slightly less blocks, better turnovers. He only did 2.8 this series, but he started shooting worse. 42.9% from the field goal. 25% from three. So his three took a big drop. He struggled He struggled in the Denver series. He really did. And they had some better defense. And that's – it showed. But you know what? McCollum came up huge that's in game who, seven. That's who Huge in though. game seven. Rocky Hood. Rocky Hood came up big. Hood came up big. He's especially in that quadruple set, right? So the Nuggets did make one sub the entire quadruple overtime. All, ever, all four overtimes. So that's 20 more minutes of basketball. They played the same five. Terry Stott says, you know what, screw it, Hood, fourth overtime, go ahead, go in, what's he do, drops nine points, gets him the win. Simple as that. And I, I mean, with how deep the Nuggets are, it kind of confused me why they didn't, like, buy a minute or two here and there. I understand it's only five minutes, and that first one, I get it, the first one, go for it, but, like, they didn't it was a gutsy Isaiah call. Thomas at all. Not one minute. Not one minute. I figured the way they would do that is they were getting blow. They were getting blown they out they a game, and they just needed. Let's try anything we have. Isaiah go out there, see if you can be old Celtics Isaiah and drop twenty. Maybe that works. But when it was a close game, are you really going to take out Jamal Murray and Gary Harris for a question? Isaiah Thomas? No, no, you're not. No, you're really you're right. You're right. I, I, I just I, I don't know. Two years ago, he scored fifty three in a playoff game. I'm just thinking, where the fuck are we now? We're three teams later, and he is. No, not it, the same. He's, yeah, he's not going to be on that team starting next year either. So. Great series. I have to say, you guys, I I liked the 76ers-Raptors game. I think that the Game 7 ending, as great as CJ McCollum was in Game 7, as great as that fourth quarter overtime was, or fourth, fourth overtime was, Buzzer beater game seven. No, you know, that, the Eastern Conference Finals. That, that was a fantastic game. That was. We we we've been we've had some great series. We really have. We've had some great series. One of the best. And we can only hope it 
continues now as we have Warriors against the Blazers. And Blazers are putting up a good fight tonight. Blazers are up right now. Yeah, up 15 and a half. And yeah. we got the Bucks and the Raptors. Bucks are up. Just um, beat the, so, yeah, we're moving on to as the third round, man. So, obviously, my, my closet team is the Bucks. So, I love seeing them win. But I think the Bucks got lucky last night. Giannis struggled. Brooks Lopez. Brooks Lopez. But Brooks I think Lopez. Toronto has to be worried, too. You got a 30-point game out of Kyle Lowry, and with a 31 in Kawhi, and you still well, lost. Kawhi, so, Kyle Lowry has been so, abysmal. Only one so to score in the fourth quarter, yeah. dude. Yeah, so abysmal um, in this playoffs. Uh, Kyle Lowry was, I think, 6 for 8 in the fourth quarter with, I think, 14 Four, four threes, I think, something like that. Yeah. Three or four threes. Whereas um, everyone else was 0 for 15 from the field with a combined total of yeah. two points. Someone and, made two free throws. And I, I'm not saying that that's not going to happen every game. But 0 saying, for 15, man. I'm saying when Kyle Lowry gives you that game and you get 60-plus from two players, you can't lose a game. Because Kyle Lowry hasn't put up numbers near that the entire Kyle, playoffs. Kyle Lowry this also season. Hasn't, been getting, hasn't been getting guarded by Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. I'd put George Hill on that. You need some kind of defense. He put up a 30-point. Because George point. Hill, you could argue George Hill outplayed Kyrie. George Hill outplayed Kyrie. Might as well throw him on Kyle Lowry. Yeah, absolutely. There, I feel like both teams' defenses-wise just kind of like let the threes rain. Yeah. Like both oh, teams yeah. just, they didn't really shot. It was just, you know, shoot. You got to give props though to Kyle Lowry for keeping a minute um, in these playoffs. The Bucks were down, what, 15 at one point in that game too? He ranks... First among loose ball recovered, loose balls recovered. He ranks first among charges drawn at ten, and he ranks third in deflections. So like he's, 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 he's literally the end. most hustle player that's ever played. He's getting it done the defensive end, but Maybe right now the yeah. he's, most, he's the most hustle player in the NBA right now. He, they need him on the offense then because he is missing shots. Obviously, he was on fire, and then everyone else went cold in the fourth. Pascal Siakam didn't he show a, up. He had a bad game too. Also, can we talk about the fact that he's thick? He's a chubby boy. Who? Pascal? No. Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, got, turning, he's like he's slowly little, turning into Raymond Felton. Right? He's, a, he's a little chubby. He's, dude, he's Raymond Felton with Drake's phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, awesome. if you look at, yeah, they had a, the rappers had a bad fourth quarter, quite a bad fourth quarter. Obviously, Kyle Lowry had a great one. Brooke Lopez had a great one. Siakam had a bad one. But, you know, Giannis didn't have Benchester a monster game. Bledsoe had a bad game. Middleton had an average game like Siakam. So, right, it literally was the right, it was Bledsoe. It was guys, Lopez guys, versus Can Larry. we talk about Giannis? I, you're not 24, the first person, 14, and, yeah, and you're, 6. You're not the first person I've heard say, like, oh, Giannis had a bad game. He was 24, 14, and 6. 24, 14, and 6. Like, oh, he had a bad game. Nah. Fuck you. 7 for 16 field goals, 9 for 12 exactly. free throws. Six, he only took 16 shots. He didn't shoot very well, though. Seven for sixteen is over forty percent. Yeah, but for the shots that Giannis takes, all those he took some. No, he took some more outside shots. He took um, a couple three pointers. He made one. He just has to stretch them. Really, I mean, he just has to make them play. Both teams did not play well. Uh, Top, like top to bottom, you know, like except except for Kyle Lowry. Except for Kyle Lowry, who. Awoken to Martin Rosen's probably sitting at home saying, fuck you, where it's been that the past five years. Fuck <laughs> you. It, it's been in LeBron's shadow. Right? We, <laughs> LeBron could, we could use that when LeBron was dropping 40 with all these crazy fadeaways last year. Right. <laughs> when LeBron <laughs> But there was when Valanciunas was literally If you just watch like, him on the... Yeah, God. the best part of that entire video is like, obviously, you, you see LeBron make all these crazy setbacks, and you just watch the bench, and Valanciunas is just like... 
tossing his hands up. He just can't believe he's making one after another. It's hilarious. Okay, so they're like, how do you guard that? You, <laughs> you cannot <don't>. guard that. <laughs> Even if you throw Durant, Giannis, or like Anthony Davis on him with more length, he's, it wouldn't matter. His step back, it, was, it wouldn't matter who's guarding him at that point. Okay, so the Bucks and the Raptors are the, the games, uh, or the series is at one zero. The Warriors Blazers now, on the other hand, are one zero as well in the Warriors' favor. Also, still without Durant. Now, I think they're a better team without him, except for teams that include LeBron. I think they can. I think the Warriors maybe, can play that old style basketball that won them seventy three games. Shoot your shot. What's your prediction for this series? Looking at it right now, the, this series Warriors Warriors, Portland. Portland. Warriors in five. Warriors in five. Warriors in six. I think if if Portland gets this game tonight, they'll win one at home, and that's all we'll get. Warriors are going to win game three. I'm going to say Warriors in four. You're calling a sweep. All right. I think. You, th- you think they come back and. From this 14-point deficit they're in right They now. just started the third quarter, though. Yeah, yeah. Still have a whole... And, and the quarter yeah, that Golden State consistently kills teams with is the third quarter. No, I'm with you. I get it. It could be a temple in Golden State going into the first. You never know. Yeah. We'll I, I think the key is Lillard, because he ended that Portland series, that Nuggets series cold. Game one, he was bad. McCollum's been great lately, but I think Lillard's got to... Got to get back to where I, li- I, 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 would li- I would like to take this opportunity to remind our listeners and Mason that there's currently a dollar sixty nine right. Oh, I know. Us. Oh, I know. You have the Warriors, and I have the field. <laughs> Damian Lillard in the last two games: sixteen points, seven rebounds, seven re- uh, assists, four turnovers, twenty four percent field goal, twenty eight percent three point. Yeah. He's struggling right now. You got to put up some points, man, and you got to do it more efficiently. If, the, if, if there's one thing I appreciate about Damian Lillard is when his points aren't falling, he increases his rebounds and assists because he says, "Hey, like, don't right." He understands he has to be the scorer, but like, he's like, "Well, my team still needs me. I'm gonna do what I can." But lucky for him, McCollum is playing well. Rodney Hood has come out of nowhere. Enos Cantor is playing miles above people's expected That's potential. He's fast in. Um, <laughs> You're just not. Obviously, you'd want a little more out of Mo Harkless and. I think maybe Evan Seth. Turner played. Evan Turner played, played pretty fantastic. Well. What's crazy is Evan Turner hadn't scored going into Game Seven of the Nuggets. He hadn't scored in like five games. Yeah. Jesus. It's been oh, that's been a minute then. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, he he struggled there for for a little bit. Going over to Eastern Conference, Bucks Raptors. What do you got the series going to? Bucks and seven. Bucks and five. You say Bucks and five? I'll go, fuck it, Bucks and six. Okay. We got, we got to get no one taking the Raptors, though? I thought about it. I was very close because I do like the Raptors. I want, I just think the Bucks have a better chance to beat the Warriors, and we all know what we want this season. Yes. I, the, Not the, the, the Warriors. I, I think the difference maker in the Bucks Raptors series is going to be that bench. The Bucks bench is significantly deeper, it's been more productive. Ibaka struggled. Plus, Malcolm Brogdon's back now. Malcolm yeah. Brogdon's back. The Raptors will get OG Adenomi back here soon, but. Van Fleet has been awful. He's been Van Fleet. Serge Ibaka was him. last year. As he has he been doing? This series, this playoffs, awful. This regular season played pretty well. Serge Ibaka, instead of like all that greatness that he had in regular season, is out the window. Norm Powell is playing terrible, and that's all they have off the bench. They have three guys off the bench. Where the Bucks, nice. will, the Bucks will consistently, you know, run four or five. Nice. Even you know, now that Brogdon's back, probably takes away a little bit of minutes from. 
maybe from Georgia, but he's playing really well. Maybe from Sterling Brown if he gets in there. But Sterling Brown, Pat Connington, both Pat, playing. Pat yeah, who the fuck is Pat Connington? He can make threes, and right? he's got a better vertical than Vince Carter in his prime. Yeah. So. I know. What who the, the fuck? fuck? Where the fuck Six did he come from? white guy out of Notre Dame. <laughs> what? Out of left field, what the fuck? A white guy with a better vertical than Vince Carter. I didn't think we could do that. <laughs> hey. And when I say we, I mean the whites. Yeah, I mean, the, the Bucks bench is playing fantastic right now. You, I mean, you've got, so Malcolm Brogdon's still in the starting lineup, but that means you've got Hill, Brogdon, Connington, oh. Ilya Sova. Oh, Dane might be hurt. Dane might be hurt. He overextended. He got up, grabbing his peck. Uh, better than me. Yeah, yeah, but also it was his left side good. too. Is he right? Is Damon right? That is also a little better. But like, also not good. No, you really kind of another win. series that the Warriors injure someone on. God, right? Damn it! Right? Bam, bam. Well, that kind of brings us to the uh, the end of playoffs, playoffs. update. Where's some other, has, there's been some other things going on lately that uh, there's a lot of hype going. Let me, you know, I'm going to preface this whole segment here and say it's nothing is guaranteed. There's a lot of things that could happen, but there it's let's not let's not Zion's over, back let's, to Duke. Let's not overhype anything. And I here. just you know I think it I think what happened in so we're talking about the draft lottery and I think what happened is actually good for the NBA because it yes. shows that tanking doesn't guarantee you anything. Out of yes. the four teams in the top right. four draft, there's only one team was actively tanking during oh, the season. Okay, but um, here's what I have to say. Why in the one year when my team chose to tank ever in their history? We don't get oh, the draft pick. Did you decide to take the stand now? But you, will you let us sit through years of the process. But here we are, the Cavs. What oh, well, come on. I'm a Cavs fan. We can't even fucking argue. We had three number one picks. Four? Three, three number one picks? Four. Four. Kyrie, LeBron. Bennett and Wiggins. Bennett and Wiggins, which turned into love. So yeah. three successful. Regardless. But none of them picks. were from tanking. We had, okay. It's from doing poorly. Yes. There's a difference. Like like watch the like Washington Wizards says they will never tank. Uh huh. Uh huh. Interesting. They got a good, not not a bad pick this year. Yeah. No. Uh, anyways, the whole thing's rigged. <laughs> <laughs> so to, to sum up what Sam's saying, shifting gears, we're going into the draft. Okay. Here's what the standings were going into it. What people's percentages were of getting the number one pick. Starting out at number one, two, and three are New York, Cleveland, and Phoenix. They had the worst records in the league, and they each had the chance of 14% at getting the number one pick. Going right into Chicago, they were down to uh, 12.5%. Atlanta, 10.5%. Atlanta got fucked. Side note, Atlanta got fucked. Yeah, they didn't do great, but they also had a pretty good pick yeah, last not year. Not going to lie, Atlanta so was Give it a couple years, Trey Young, John I think, Collins. I think they're in a good spot, though. We're, oh, my God. I, because of what they traded for the Mavericks, to the Mavericks mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. And they've, they got, got they've got two top ten picks this year. Two top ten picks. You can do a lot with that. Um, Washington, they had 9%. New Orleans, Dallas, and Memphis, all three of those, 6%. Minnesota uh, had three. Lakers had a 2% chance. 
Charlotte won, Miami won, Sacramento won. And the Celtics didn't have any real horse in the race, but they did have a pick because, from because from Sacramento via Philadelphia. Because unless it was top three, then it was Philadelphia. Yeah, because yeah. Danny Ainge is just a, a mastermind mm-hmm. when it comes to a trade this guy. crap stuff. He's a like trade guy. Stuff. Yeah, he's a mastermind. Anyway, the order. It, uh, okay, so let's. I'm gonna uh, let's talk about. Did any of you guys see it when it happened? The the lottery. I only watched the top five picks. Okay, or well, top four picks. I would, I just want to say that it was a 30 minute, maybe 45 minute show of Rachel Nichols and some other B list sports analysts. Rachel Go- Nichols is also the most fucking biased sports announcer. She was just so time. blatant, and I'm. I, I, she she literally me. was. She was she bugs me. Talking to they had Zion there, they had RJ, they had Cam Reddish, they had John Morant, they had a bunch of these top prospects there. But every time the number one pick was brought up, she's like, "Oh, you mean the Zion pick? Oh, you mean Zion? Let's let's just stop. Just say it. it's a Zion, right? It's Zion." And she kept doing that yeah. over and over and over. And like to be fair, I do believe he's the number one pick. I get that, and not saying that it's not, but it well, just. Well, also, if you were anyone in this draft class, not Zion. It gets an. It gets that a doesn't little. make you feel good. I just. They know it. There's such thing called subtlety. Can we can we yeah. realize that for a second? Yeah. Anyway, a whole draft comes out. Number four. Do you guys want to go bottom to top or top to bottom? What bottom to top. Let's go bottom to top. All right. So start fourteen. Number fourteen. Uh, Celtics. Via Don't, Sacramento. Via Sacramento. Via Philly. They're just like, all right, Celtics. You guys have had enough. Yeah. Here. Whatever. Uh, number, number 13, the Heat. Okay. Number 12, the Hornets. Wow. Look at that. Uh, those poor Hornets. Uh, they were hoping for something higher. That was the only 14, 13, 12 was what their standings were. 14, 13, 12 was what they got. That might have been their chance to keep Kemba Walker. That, that to lure probably. him with some sort of talent. Out in the world. Then, up next, T-Wolves. So that at this point, they say, oh, the Lakers jump a spot. So they put them in a top four category box. I'm like, okay, they top four. That's in, they could still come up though, right? Like, why is it? That's what I thought. But then every single person we got to put up there ended up being in the top four. Which is... I don't exactly know how the draft lottery works, especially since they just changed it. Um, side note, uh, it, they say it's absolutely above board because it is overseen by the accounting firm Ernst & Young. Oh, yeah, I saw that. But, I was like, oh, it's but, a lawyer. They got a lawyer to do it. Wow, they've never but, been paid to do anything no, bad before. Not, not a lawyer, an accountant. But also, Ernst & Young handles the books of the NBA, so when the NBA makes more money, Ernst & Young makes more money. Huh, seems like a so, conflict. Of so why the fuck would they put New Orleans at number one, then? If, if we are, if this is a big collusion, why would you put a small market team with the most how, how, how do you expand a small market team? And also, the NBA still owns part of New Orleans. Cleveland was a small market team. I know, but I think you'd rake in more money if you threw Zion to the Knicks or the Lakers. Why? The Knicks are already a large market team. Yeah. Why? 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 Why are you throwing? Because I don't think. It, but Anthony Davis was a great player. Look where New Orleans is now. They gave him a, a shot. And they're like, okay, Look we where fucked New Orleans this is shot. now on the map. They fucked up the shot. They're like, all right, we're going to trade him away. And they're like, all right, well, we need these guys to be relevant. Yeah. Someone needs to watch them. Let's go. Yeah. Also, I'm not saying it had anything to do with it all. But maybe they felt bad about that blown call in the Super Bowl. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. They put the, the Lakers into a little box. And it's like, that's weird. Regardless. They, T-Wolves had the 11th pick. Then they moved in. The Hawks. 
it was actually the Mavericks that they pulled, but they're like, okay, this is actually the Hawks because it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't within that uh, range. Uh, one to five. Three. It was one to five. Top five protected. Okay. Yeah, top five protected. They did not get so which Hawks. So they have number ten pick up, and number nine is the Wizards. That kind of sucks to be the Wizards. They had they were number six in the original queue at nine percent, and they they fell to number nine. It's fine, whatever. The Hawks or the, the Wizards have that massive John Wall contract to think about anyway. Yep, they gotta figure well, out how to. Can they that. even sign a rookie? Do they have enough? Probably not. <laughs> well, um, Bradley Beal. Up next after the Wizards is again the Hawks, the real pick this time. So Hawks sitting at the number eight and the number ten pick. They've got some good stuff to go. That, that'll give them some good. I think they were the, one of the mock drafts projected them to pick up Bowl Bowl or Taco Falls. A big here's, here's the thing rookie. Is, I, I think Taco Fall. I was I was saying I think a Taco Fall is gonna if he, there's a good chance he'll be around at the end of the first round. Mm-hmm. And that's who I want to. That's who I want the Cavs to take with the Rocket pick. I <laughs> saw I saw one saying the Cavs would get Ryu Hachimura and Zach, and I was like. There's with no the way second makes like that. No, if he if if Ree Hachimura is still there, take him. But if he's not, why not Taco Fall? Yeah, yeah. Celtics jersey. I, I, don't, I don't think Taco. Goes but it's one of those things where it's like, well, if Zion's still there with a the second pick. We should probably take him. He just broke all of like the height, wingspan, yeah. Yeah. all yeah. that. The thing with Bull Bull though is he was one of the better shooters in the NCAA until he got hurt too. Like, right. He is a true stretch. Bull 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 is pretty awesome. I would love to see Bull Bull with an athletic five with John Collins at the four, Trey Young at the one. You know, that's just going to be the new Kings. It's the new Kings. They're the Kings of the East. Kings of the East. Oh, not the actual Kings because that coronation hasn't happened yet. Well, they still got Vince Carter though for a whole another season. At least one. Well, uh, have they resigned him? He's a free agent. I think he's a free agent. So we'll see. So someone has him, but. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, moving on to the seventh pick, the Bulls. Yikes. That sucks. They got fucked. They, they, I think they were one of the biggest losers of this draft lot. Here, no, here's here's how here's the NBA saying fuck you to all these other tanking teams. It went Bulls, Suns, Cavs. Three of the bottom. Bulls, five. Suns, Cavs. That's three two, three, four in reverse order. Bulls, Suns, Cavs were... Cleveland, Phoenix, Chicago, and now they're five, six, seven. You know, I think you know what thing happens now. I think depending where Phoenix went, I was saying if they go two, they probably take John Moran to the point guard. Honestly, Terry Rozier, welcome to the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Then so now we have the top four teams left are the Lakers. Um, the next person who moved up was Memphis. No, New York's three. I understand, but the oh, people no, who they, they moved, moved up, up. they moved up was uh, the Lakers, Memphis, and then New Orleans. And then they also said, oh, yeah, the Knicks are still in this as well. Everybody on the Knicks in New York was freaking hyped. They see the Lakers' name get pulled. Everyone goes crazy. But also, let's talk about the Lakers, who had a 1% chance of getting the number one pick and a 4.8% chance of getting – or, sorry, a 9% chance that of getting pick makes a top four the pick. Anthony Davis situation – all the more interesting now. I'm. I really hope because now you could theoretically don't do it. package that. that don't do it. Hit. All right. So I, I, I'm just gonna wait till you be done. But I have a fun little trade scenario. Don't do it. Let's see. Let's It leaves the Lakers out of it. Okay. We need to take one moment to pour one out for New York, though. 
We're the dumbass GM in the Giants drafted Daniel Jones as your quarterback, and then you don't get the first overall pick. But we're not there. They're having a bad month. Uh, no, no, no. But uh, they're having if, a bad month. If um, New York really wants Anthony Davis that bad, so I say New York sends. The New York best. doesn't want. They want Zion. They also want AD. They're targeting AD. And so, what if? You mean Kevin Durant and Kyrie too? Yeah, targeting everybody. You're saying yeah. the Duke reunions. So, so, no, no, so what if they New York sends the third pick to New Orleans? The second, uh, the everything else valuable they have to Memphis. Memphis. What's the everything else valuable they have? Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., Noah Vandalay, um Kevin Knox, Lonzo, Robinson. Yep. To Memphis. Memphis. He's saying blow it up. Memphis sends the second pick to New Orleans. So, Mem- so New Orleans now has one, two, three. Not going to happen. And yeah, Anthony, this and, is, and, he likes going off. And Anthony Davis goes to New York. No. So it's going to be what Anthony Davis and... Kyrie and, Kyrie and Katie. Assuming they sign then. then and, then a bunch, and then a bunch of people in the veteran minimum. You can't. <laughs> that's a lot of faith. Never going to happen. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought you, the I thing thought is, I really, I really hope that happens because I have zero faith in New York to actually sign these people, and so they I, just put all their eggs in the basket. Yeah. and the basket catches on fire. Yeah, that's all I want. That's all I want is for because here's the thing: is they've been so confident that they're getting Kyrie and KD, and I want them Kyrie, KD, and Zion, and they're already not getting Zion, right? Yeah. And so all I want is for them to just like have all this talk all season, and them to get nothing. If if New York goes into the season with seventy million in cap space, oh my god, God help them! I don't even know what I'd do. So the the, the Knicks got the third pick. Um, Presumably, that's going to be R.J. Barrett because the Grizzlies have come out and said we're taking John Moran with number two, which now leaves some possible trade opportunities for Mike Conley, maybe. I don't know. Or you can have Mike trade. Conley maybe just mentor John Moran for no, you. I, th- I, th- I think you got to trade him and get the value. What did I say, Sam? Fifteen point lead to start the third. It's a one point game into the third. I'm yeah. saying, what, what, what if Mike Conley doesn't have to be a point guard? He could be a shooting guard, or John Morant could be a shooting guard. I think more. Like I think John Morant can assist. John Morant can spread the ball around a little too too well to put him there. I mean, he led the NCAA in assists with a team from the OBR, which means you're not all gonna, but you don't have a bunch of great shooters on that team, which means he probably had to get pretty creative with some assists that he had. So he can spread the ball around well. Right. That's right. And then uh, Memphis got that number two. I also think they got to get out of Mike Conley. That's too much money to be locked up to be a mediocre team. So they 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 chucked uh, Marcus Sol to uh, to -hmm. Toronto. Pulled out Valanciunas. Valanciunas. Who else did they get with that? They got more than just Valanciunas. I think think they got like a second round pick, maybe. Definitely uh, an exciting draft lottery, I'd say. I mean, last year's was kind of more clean, cut, and dry. It's like, okay, the teams that were at the bottom. 2024. It's a 2024 pick. Got the the low picks. Second round, 2024. What are you doing? Oh, it's fucking forever. Valanciunas is younger. He's not even 30 He's like 27. Yeah, he's not even 30 yet. Okay. So, and Marcus is above 30. I think that's almost like... Way north of thirty. Yeah, I think that move by the Raptors was a win now. They realized that they might not have quite next year, and they got to go after it now. That's fair. That's so fair. I think that's why they made that trade. Because if they, Valanciunas was good, was he game changing? No. 
Could Marcus Saul be game changer? You could argue his defense on Joel and be definitely impacted amazing. some of the games. He yeah. played very well. Potentially not not also, necessarily also series winning, but maybe game winning. Which is what you want to supply. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that was a win now move by Toronto. Anyone want to guess how old Marcus Saul is? Thirty-two. 34. Older than LeBron? LeBron as old as LeBron. Well, that brings everything, us to number... Everything comes back. Num- number one. Good for the Pelicans. Six, six percent I'm, chance, I'm happy man. I'm happy for them. Listen, I, I'm, I'm sad it's not the Cavs, but I'm glad it's not the fucking Lakers or the Knicks. So, <laughs> if you're in Anthony Davis' position... You've requested a trade, you went out, and then you see that your team, that the Pelicans get their own pick, you go. and Zion Wilson, do you still, you still you bail? Go. He's going to stay. You think he's going to stay? You think he should go? I, I think he should go. He'll never not be the villain. Until you win. I think you should just go. I think you should. Until you win. You just like to blow true. it up. Until you win it. Until you win it. He just wants to blow it up so his theory was right. Blow up the whole play. Fuck it. AD stays. They still have Drew Holiday. Randall, Julius uh, Randall. I, ne- I, ne- I, ne- I, ne- I never told you told you my Ben Simmons trade scenario. All right, it, it was, was Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Ben Simmons for Drew Holiday. Straight up. Straight up. He's underrated enough. They can make work. Absolutely. Uh, if, cash, if, if, throw in some cash considerations. If you're the Pel- if you're the Pelicans, you do that. If you're the Pelicans, you do that in a heartbeat. It gets you younger. Oh yeah, the Seventy Sixers have. Hell of draft picks. Yeah. Hell of draft picks. Yeah, but don't don't give up a draft right. pick for it. Just so so Zion's there. AD still wants out. You know how Zion. Yeah. Um. So obviously the two people, two teams people are really looking at to make a move here are the Lakers with four with the fourth round draft pick and their assets. Three second round. And the Knicks round. with their third round Appreciate pick it. and their assets. Oh. Do you guys think the Pelicans will bite on any of these trades? Lakers, no, Knicks, I, I, may, I, I, I know, maybe could Celtics trade Kyrie? Uh, is, or is that only if he takes Celtics can't option? trade Kyrie. He's going to be a free agent. Yeah, well, he's got that player option. He's probably going to decline it. So then he's a free agent. But if, why, he, why, if, I don't think if he wanted to play for the Pelicans, he would just sign with the Pelicans. True. Unless they, he could somehow convince them to trade for bad money. And I, but in the history of the NBA, has anyone ever taken a player option? Um, yeah. Also, uh, in the history of the NBA, there's signing trades. Sometimes the money makes it work, but yeah. also like signing trade kind no. of. Uh, but also, um, AD would still if he were to take the player option, AD would still have to be part of that deal because they still have. Yeah. That deal. No. 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 no, no one, summer. One, one summer. Summer. Season of free agency. The summer. It, 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 they it, can do it. No. Even it's, though he'd be on the same contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once. Okay. Once. That was the big thing because the Lakers had to get it done before the end of the season when the Boston Celtics could actually trade and keep but Kyrie I, on the same I, team. I, I thought they had to sign him to a new contract rather than keep him on the player option. They keep him on the Rose Rule. He's fine. Okay. Yeah. That's why it's such a big deal about the Lakers trying to make a move and why it all. Oh, that's a lead for the Warriors. Fuck. Yep. Yeah, it's not even the third quarter ending yet. Expect All right. nothing. Does that bring us to worth mentioning? Well, um, I already used. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, we did. I'm so. I'm. I'm proud of us guys. We didn't assume the worst of Zion Williamson. Are you going to go back to Duke? People have been throwing around that he might go to back. I don't think he will. You lose too much I don't money. Think you lose too will. much money. No. The risk of getting hurt in college and losing out of millions of dollars. Is I also think Mike Krzyzewski told him to go to the NBA. Yeah. And he's also come out and said, "I would be happy to play with you." Yeah, his stepfather's come out and said that he said he's been happy. He would be happy to play with the Pelicans. Hey, hey, you know, you know what you're buying into that Rachel Nichols hype. Number one pick, right? Number one pick. 
number one pick. Number You're one right. Pick, right. Right. The Pelicans aren't going to take him. No, I I don't think that they are not going to take him. I'm just saying if you can lever, if you don't want if if you don't want him, you have a lot of power. You'd be like, hey, who wants this first round pick? Yeah. What do you got? I had the first round pick in my draft this year. Uh, in football, I threw it out there. I'm like, hey, first round pick, first overall is on the table. What do you got? People threw me some ridiculous offers. And I was just like, nah, I'm still going to take it. I'm still going to take the first round pick. Which pick? Uh, uh, the running back out of Oklahoma. Or not Oklahoma, um, Alabama. Josh, Jacob. Jacob something? Jacobs? Josh, Josh Jacobs. Jacobs, yes. Not Kyler Murray? I also got Kyler Murray, but that was in the second round. Nice. That's awesome. Good. I mean... This is an NBA podcast. I know. This I is mean, NBA I mean, podcast. Sorry, sorry, how sorry. much I think Kyler Murray is not going to work in Arizona. But, cool. you know. Regardless, he trade base. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Zion Williamson can work with so many. He can be, he can work with New Orleans. He could be traded. Or he could go back to college. It, it, I don't it, think it, he goes thing, back to college. Is if he really wants, if he really doesn't want to go to New Orleans, he quietly tells New Orleans that. And, and then New they Orleans can use that first they, overall they, pick. Did they make a draft day trade? Did they even made a trade beforehand? You, you know, you know, at the time of the draft, at the time, of you know, draft you know what I think they do. I think they go to the Knicks and say, "Hey, you really want Zion?" They say, "Yeah." It's like, give us the third pick and your next round for your next year first rounder. I think a big thing with this draft is the drop off from three to four. Like Zion, great. I don't think so. You don't think so? There's I've a heard, lot of people think that once you get past I think, the top four or five, it's an answer. I, I, I look I, at every I, single draft from here back. I think that's, that's I think forward. I think Culver's not NBA talent. I think DeAndre Hunter's an NBA talent. I think Cam Reddish is an NBA talent. Steph Curry was drafted ninth. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was drafted like eleventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You was drafted eighteenth. I mean, you have your diamonds in the rough, yes, but it, you also look at you know I some think of that's the other more than picks Norman that have happened than the, in the first the, round. The, like, yeah. like uh, the easiest one is Markel Fultz and Greg Oden, but like just your other picks that have come Anthony to the top Bennett. five, Anthony, but with, Andrew like, Wiggins, like eh, yeah, like right, Wiggins. Also, uh, also, uh, no, uh, no one, no one thought Donovan Mitchell Chiquil was Okafor. coming. No one thought Kyle Kuzma was coming. Jaleel Okafor, yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Andrew Bogut. All top, all first round picks, first round, first overall. Andrew Bogut was our at least average. Yeah, <laughs> he got lucky and got on the Warriors. No, he's a great defensive center. He just happened to be I mean, he was with the Bucks. He was, he was with the, the Bucks for a long time. All right. Um, does that move us to worth mentioning? I believe so. All right. Here's here's my first one. You ready? Dirk Nowitzki made his NBA debut in 1998. For that, a total of only 47 footers had ever hit a three pointer, and they had combined and those uh, had combined for a total of 507 three pointers ever. 47-foot players combined for 500 and how many? Seven. 507 three-pointers. Yes. Yeah. Dirk Nowitzki, over his career, hit 1,982 three-pointers. And since 1998, when he started, 81 different seven-footers have been combined for 7,258 three-pointers. He was he was a game... That's officially a game-changer yes. right there. That, that he, he was the turning point in the league. He... If Dirk Nowitzki never played the game, Brooke Lopez would not be what he is today. Not a splash on, or not no. a splash mountain, man. No, no. And that to me, when I saw those stats laid out like that, I was like, that is incredible. That is amazing. And he was already one of my favorite of all time, but that just adds to the legacy. Fuck yeah. Um 
Worth mentioning, God damn it, Sam, I gotta give you some credit. I'm pretty sure Terry Rozier, if Kyrie Irving's there, is not gonna be there next year. Yep. And or Terry Rozier's just not gonna be there. When asked um if he was gonna be back next year, the Celtics are gonna bring everyone back, he's like, I might have to go. I put a with a lot this year. To anyone who's keeping score in the life same high, that's 187. To one! <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys uh, see that uh, all the stuff Terry Rozier said though, on uh, like on social media, and then eventually when he went in like yeah. first take on stuff. As much as we all make fun of Stephen A. and all that crap, my God, Stephen A. Max going tore that kid apart. He sounded like he sounded like he had no idea what the hell he was saying during that interview. Like they, it sounded like he was uneducated. Oh my it was God. so bad. Oh, the guy so who only bad. spent one year in college, no. <laughs> no, so it's like it just—it was hilarious. I thought, I thought it was enjoyable just to watch some more parts of Boston fail, especially right. after the Bruins. After the Bruins beat the Blue Jackets. All right, I got, I got, I got another one. You ready? Yeah. This year, Brook Lopez hit 187 threes. Right. Let me guess. He's never hit that many in the rest of his career. Of all the players who have hit 187 or more threes in a season. Here are the top five in blocks. Number one, Brooke Lopez in 2019, 179. Number two, Danny Green in 2015, 87. It's over 100 more blocks. Oh, my God. Number three, Paul Pierce in 2002, 86. Number four, Robert Covington in 2018, 72. And number five, Dorrell Wright in 2011, 63. Blocks <laughs> of three-pointers made. No, no, no. So of all the players who've made over 187 three-pointers a season – Here's the top five in blocks. And he's made over 100 more blocks than anyone else who's ever made 187 three-pointers in a season. Damn, Golden State just outscored the Blazers 39-24 to in the third quarter. It's okay. Like, if that's the type of thing you're into. Yeah, Todd, you don't the fourth. See it? Third quarter. There's something else in the third quarter. All right. All right. I already used my worth mentioning. It was the... Damian Lillard shooting darn near 70% from 30 feet in the can, first two rounds. Can, 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 shooting 10. I only have one more, and can I do it now while we're still talking about Brooke Lopez? Do it. Brooke Lopez got paid $3.3 million this year. Brooke Lopez had more win shares than any Laker not named LeBron. Had more win shares? Had more win shares than any Laker not named LeBron. That means if you were to take him off his team, that off that team... They would have, they would lose more wins than any Laker not named LeBron. So Winters is basically how many wins is he responsible for? Okay. So like LeBron, pretty much traditionally leads the NBA in win shares. Maybe not this year. I think actually Giannis leads in win shares. Or Paul George actually I think leads in win shares this year. But it's just they. I don't know how the formula works, but they calculate how many wins you're responsible for. So it's, if you were off the team, how many less wins would you have? Uh huh. Yeah. Brooke Lopez has more win shares than anyone on the current Lakers. The current Lakers who isn't named LeBron. Wow. I just think that's cool for three point three million. What a what a pickup. I mean, Milwaukee's that does lend Milwaukee a lot has of, made some great that lends to the gravity of LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Um well we didn't come up with the player comparison, so we had a lot to talk about. Alright. We, we talk to you catch later. up on two weeks of uh, Hopefully. Playoff stuff. Yeah, hopefully we'll be back to you soon, maybe next week. 
uh, try to get this uh, we'll get one finals. We'll, 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 get, we'll, we'll get a finals for you. All right. Last. Uh, so we both believe we all believe it's going to be the Warriors versus the Bucks. Yep. I think that's what everyone picked. Yeah. yeah. All right. Before we before we leave, let's leave on a bombshell. Call out your your uh, your series. Bucks and four. I'm kidding. No. Um, Bucks and seven. Bucks and seven. Bucks and six. Bucks and six. Warriors and six. Fuck you. I don't want it. You just want that dollar sixty. I want that dollar sixty. You want that dollar sixty. Anybody but the Warriors. No account. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll talk to you later. Talk to you next week. Peace.